0: gentlemen welcome back to sporting 160 em podcast for episode 169 and unfortunately the dream is dead in qatar but before we get on to anything let me introduce you to my co-host first got a main man chris how you doing today man
1: doing all right yeah i guess it's been a couple days now i've gotten to see how things shook out a little bit Sad, sad sad way to go out for sure uh i guess and you know it's been an up and down world cup in my opinion but yeah i mean i think it should be i mean two of the better teams ended up in the final so we'll see <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's like uh deserved win for either team because both teams honestly have, have i think you have to shit house a bit right to get to this point in tournament football um, you have to yeah you gotta shithouse a little bit so i just hope that they, it's a good game
0: yep and Next is one half of our Canadian duo, Mr. Danny Saltani. How you doing, Sam?
2: Feeling good. Um, yeah, man, disappointed with Portugal. Speaking of Canada, might have to say two teams in the same group as Canada made it to the semis. Canada put up a fight. I've been spitting this Canadian propaganda for years on here and on Twitter. I'm just saying. If Canada made it out of the group, we would have won semis. But, um, yeah, man, feeling were common. Exactly, baby. World Cup champions coming soon. Auto qualified,
1: I believe. Yeah, right? Yeah, but I still, I still,
2: (laughs) I hope, side note, quick side note. I hope we do that Copa America thing with the States and everybody else because i imagine. or else it's going to be four years. Yeah, man. Qatar got in,
1: so I think uh, the North American teams will get in. True, true.
2: But um, I'm excited to see the final Sunday. Um, Two teams that, uh, that, um, you know, have have had their fair share of calls. And, uh, I mean, Sam is a victim of one of those games where where France kind of, you know, got away with a few calls here and there. Uh, Argentina, anyways. Uh, but, yeah, man, feeling good, feeling great. Glad that Sporting's uh, back and uh, and and killing it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, thanks. And the second half our Canadian duo, Mr. Richard Neves, and also one of the newest members. I think it's the first time we've ever spoke on, on here, Richard, so... Welcome because I yeah. wasn't here last week. So yeah, welcome. And yeah, well just give us a quick rundown of, of your thoughts. Obviously we'll get into it in a minute. But how are you doing, man?
3: I'm good. I'm good. You know, fuck being champion of the world because uh sporting's gonna be Campeões de Inverdu, so it's all good. <laughs> Gotta stay positive in this up in this shit. Uh yeah, we got a lot to get into. We have like three Portugal games to get into and then two Tosta the Liga games to get into, which are a little bit better better than what we saw from the national team. So overall we'll Let's just dive in. I feel like might as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, without further ado, we'll just get onto the the main game, I suppose, which is the the, the title of the video, and that was uh, Portugal versus Morocco. And as you can see, the dream is dead. Much like their migrant workers, three hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, on that joke for a while, but that is that I, is the real issue. I made
3: a similar joke last week. It's okay. <laughs> that
0: is our that is the real issue at hand, not okay. football, but but that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so yeah, it was a one nil. A victory to Morocco, an awful Portugal performance. Um, Ronaldo, again, making headlines for being on the bench. Uh, team has followed. Diogo Costa in goal, deal with Dalo, Pepe, Ruben Díaz, Rafael Guerrero, Ruben Neves, Otavio Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes, João Félix, and Gonzalo Ramos, Cancelo, Ronaldo, Leal, Vitinha, and Ricardo Horta all came off the bench. Richard, I'll start for with you. What were your entire thoughts of this game?
3: Oh, God. Ruben Neves is a fucking waste of space. I hate having to share your last name with him. Let's start with that. He was awful. I... I want to know what Joel Paine did to pretend Sanchez to never get a start. I don't know if he killed his dog, slept with his wife, what he did. Um, I feel, I feel like he would have been far better suited for this game specifically. I thought Ruben Neves has been one of the worst players on the pitch for us. Uh, and I'm going to slander the city boys. They were all a huge letdown. I know Diogo Costa got some, some much deserved flack for the goal, but Ruben Diaz misses his man completely on the goal as well. Like he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's not paying attention at all. It's brutal. And I think it was a big letdown for people because we had come out flying against Switzerland, like a 6-1 win. We're thinking, wow, like, this is, this is awesome. If we can come out like this against Morocco, like, we're, we're playing France today, right? Wrong. Because for that sense, decided to kind of revert to type and play it. Ultra conservative. We were just, like, afraid to lose the ball. And then they started kind of getting us on the counter. Their goal was deserved. Like, it was coming. They had a few chances, half chances, and it was fair play to them. Like, I, I felt they deserved to be 1-0 up, and it was probably the worst-case scenario because if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you the last time this team came from behind to win a game. I'd, I'd be dead. Um, overall, just just lackluster. Ronaldo was poor when he came on. It was, it was just bad all around. I don't think there was anything good to take from this game. Like, guys were just long balls after long balls, which was frustrating. Guys just trying to take people on one-on-one when they had no business doing so. It, it was a sad way to go out, but it is what it is. It looks like it might be the end of the Nando Ball era, which I'm sure we'll get into as well. Uh, that's my thoughts. Overall, just sad. But I said, to, if you're going to lose, lose now. Don't waste my time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, I'll I'll go on to you next. What were your overall thoughts on on the team selection and the game itself?
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole like, you know, the whole like, should Ronaldo start, not star thing, obviously like took center stage from the last group stage game. And then obviously after the Switzerland game, uh, (laughs) I think that Gonzalo Ramos being relatively invisible in this game was an a very predictable outcome but I also think that if you started Ronaldo from the beginning it wouldn't have made much of a difference um we we're playing really like we we're playing very direct and it didn't really work out that well and at the same time they also like they won every like they're like Morocco still played a very solid honestly in my opinion a very solid game today defensively again mm-hmm. but just like Really weird mistake on the first goal. Rare rare, bad decision by Al-Yamique. Dude, he won every header, every challenge against Portugal. He's perfect. Fourth minute, like a very bad mistake. France scores, and then he's basically perfect the rest of the game. He makes one mistake over two games, and and France punished them. Portugal really didn't carve out quite enough, as much as, as the French were, not nearly as dangerous on the break. But again, like, Morocco... Honestly, like, looked more dangerous offensively against France than they did against Portugal. They deserve they were really. A ball. They were only breaking against Portugal. They were breaking very, very, very dangerously, and they're very dangerous off set play. And they, beginning of the second half, honestly should have scored. Probably like, that ball just deflects slightly differently after it ping pongs a little bit. It's two nothing in the forty seventh minute. Um, and I, I mean, they, they probably, they definitely were going to come back from that. Obviously, right? They didn't even come back from one nothing. Um, it's. Honestly, to be honest, like CR7, honestly, I didn't even think he was that bad off the bench. Um, maybe if he's slightly luckier or slightly has a better finish in him on that one through ball, maybe he's tie- he ties it up right there, you know? Um, it's a tough shot, right? But I've seen him score from that angle before or put it real close to the post or under the keeper or something. But it, it just felt like it was Morocco's day, right? They're basically flawless defensively. The keeper has been unreal. And... It, they just the the moment never never came. It never came. And if you look at the XG, like on like it could have been a one-one draw r- realistically, based on like what each team created, but they just were a bit better than us and got like the luck of the bounces in a better way. Their players overperformed, our better players underperformed, and that's how you get into this situation. But honestly, it's a it was a really good team, man. They they really pleasantly surprised me, Morocco. Um, they're not, they weren't just a one-dimensional park the bus shithouse every game. Like they could fucking play to be honest, you know?
4: Yeah.
0: hundred percent. Uh, Donnie, take it away, man.
1: Yeah, man. My, my thoughts are not too different
2: from, from everyone so far. Um, obviously, I mean, <clears throat> I think I just, I still think this, this result is still hard done by because it came from a mistake at the end of the day. Right. Um, We can blame Ruben Diaz. I also see the Ruben Diaz blame, but of course it goes to the keeper. You know, Costa, who's fucking lights out when it comes to playing for Porto. Um, I don't know. He has like a lapse of concentration a few times for Portugal. Other than that, he played well the rest of the game, though. He saved it from being fucking 2-0 like twice. Um, it's just a
1: game of moments, right? Bad tracking mm-hmm. by Diaz, incredible jump by Moroccan player, a hell of a jump, but a weird, horrible weird come pass pa- from the keeper, weird well, pass ball the by guy. Diogo Costa. Yeah. You could like Diogo Costa takes a weird pass, he jumps perfectly. Diaz isn't isn't marking properly or doing enough to throw him off, and all three of those things just combine perfectly. The way the ball bounces, like if that bounces a little bit harder or further back, maybe that hits the bar. You know, like yeah. it bounced into the roof of the fucking net. Like, yeah, unlucky. It was just pinch inch perfect on like so many ways, like everything had to happen perfectly. And yeah, it literally did.
2: And it did. Exactly. And that's the shit thing, because I felt like Portugal <laughs> up until that point dominated afterwards, dominated possession. Like they were really only like relying on their counterattack to sort of beat us. Uh, not not enough has been mentioned of this why is Consumma not starting, even if it's at the left? We lost someone huge, in Nunu Minch, who we seen in that um, wasn't the first game uh, against Sorely missed, honestly. Now yeah, mean, I mean, and he got subbed off against Uruguay, and he was huge for us, huge for us. Yeah. I, you know, he 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 made he would make such a world of a difference on the left. Um, but anyways, I, again, why Casilu didn't play, I don't understand either.
3: He got on came, the on as, he came on as a he came on as a sub, but uh, and and it's he not didn't just shit bad. on. It's not the shit on Guerrero because Guerrero, Guerrero hasn't didn't have a bad tournament to me, but I, I agree with Danny. I think he would have probably been better suited on the left. At the same time, Delot Delot kind of outplayed him a bit. Further right, I thought was one of the big. I thought Gonzalo was one of the big letdowns of the tournament. I was really excited to see him. Hopefully, kind of let loose and break out. And then I think for him and and Bernardo especially, it just seemed like they just couldn't get anything going this whole tournament. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. Um, it, it was just disappointing all around because I Fact, felt like yeah. there was such an expectation and we see the guy, the ones who watch Premier League, week in, week out or close to it, know what those guys can do and it just felt like such a letdown.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and then, you know, I mean, Geredo, I personally feel Geredo um, is like sh- a shadow of what he was once was in 2016. Yeah. Um. Obviously, some years have passed, right? Like this happens to players. But that was eight not... years ago or six years ago. Exactly. So <laughs> you know, like, fair enough. But he's he's nowhere near the level what he what he was. He he did. He's never hit the level that we all thought he would hit. Very injury prone. I don't know if that like hinders his his confidence or whatever. But. The left side was was missing from from minute one. I felt conceal should have maybe or should have started and, and would have maybe, you know, made a difference. I know hindsight's, you know, twenty like hindsight is what it is, but obviously Ronaldo should have started this game. I'm with you, Chris. I don't know if it would have made much of a difference. I just feel like it would have been it would have it would have at least he would have had
1: more minutes to try to do something magical. The thing is, is he that had a moment thing the is, your soon. heart. I don't re- think he has 90 in him and he no. tires out. And he, like, it, it's not worth Like, if we're if I'd rather have the beginning or the end because I know I'm going to need him, I, I would mm-hmm. rather have the, him it's at the also, end rather the than end. him being gassed from minutes heart, 70 to 90. You know, I get that, your I get
4: that
3: as well because you're going to bench you know, you're just a guy who just scored a hat trick. Like, that's 100%. It's not thaw- you're it's but you it's, have it's the balls more to bench. bad. You have the balls to bench bad.
2: one of the best players in the world, though, or, or one do. of the best players of all, all time. You can bench a kid that scored a hat trick against a yeah. poor Switzerland team. I right? think
3: I think it's a tough spot for the coach. Like it's, I'll give. I, I, I do want to give him some props. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't 100%, scenario. Because if you lose either way, you're gonna get as we've seen. He's he's got a lot of criticism for it. But um, let's just say
1: Portugal somehow ties this game up, right? One one, and then they shit house win in PKs. Ronaldo would then start the next game because oh, Ronaldo played better than Ramos in this game, and if million, they went through, I think yeah, he would yeah. have started, right? And I, think I don't he think what today. Like, would people have been saying like it should have still continued to be Ramos? Like no way that. But but here's my. I thing It would have been like a like forty percent in, of the people. bro. The thing with me
2: is to throw on Ronaldo, who's already like not up to scratch that he of what we're used to at least. No. Um. At the end of the game, with where the pressure's on, with one nothing, I mean. I don't think he did as bad. He had that chance where I thought he was going to score near post, but he had Bono two made chances. A, made a great two chance. Chances. Yes, two chances. But then on the ball, he, he just, was
1: poor. He didn't score his chances this tournament, man. Mm-hmm. He had a couple chances of the Ghana yeah. game. Like, if we look, he probably had like seven chances this tournament, and he scored a PK, right? And, That's and what he and, has and, to show yeah. for it. And more so on our
2: unlucky side, I just remember, to Bruno Fernandes hitting the bar. I don't know if that was a like cross or a shot. Yeah, wild, that if like that goes after in, it's sport. a different game, right? But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was just – I was more so – I'm not even that sad about this Portuguese team because I do feel like we had the, the team to at least hit semis, of course, maybe reach a final, the final that all, everybody that loves football wanted to see. It could have um, happened. It could have happened. It know? could have it happened, could have... but too many players let us down. Bernard mm-hmm. Silva, I've been preaching on for for the last few weeks, a, a, a ghost. I didn't see him. João Felix had a decent first half, aside from João that one shot half. that that Ronaldo gave it to him. Nothing. Uh, Rafael de Young. Rafael de Young did well coming off the bench. He's one that I if if I, would okay, like I understand to see a start more. had exactly. I understand Ramus had a hat trick, but at the same time, this is a game by game basis. Maybe give Leon a chance. You know, um, he. I don't feel like Leon had the proper chance. I don't feel like Vitinga had the proper chance. No. I mean, we already mentioned fucking Peleng. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand what or Nunes, William right?
3: needed to do. Matheus Nunes, Nunes never realized. No game again.
1: time. He, Nunes. I'm not that even that mad he about. He came in the in the one day, game like... and played well. The one game he came yeah. in, he played well. It was the
3: Uruguay game.
1: The Korea game too. 15, Korea game, he played well as well. I thought. You know, he like and then he just kind of disappeared as a serious option, you know?
4: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And, and maybe he should have came in for Bernardo. I'm not sure, but... You know who I I'm was worried. actually shocked by? I, I, was, I was shocked to see Horta coming in, bro. I was like... I was
3: a little bit surprised. I'm going to be honest.
1: Like, I mean. we're not scoring. That's like... I like, no, no disrespect, but it's just yeah. like... He, I'm not he, mad at
2: the option, though,
1: because we don't have another fullback. He's at not least in it's his a peak winger, form. You know?
2: He's not in his peak
4: form, you know? Agreed, agreed,
3: agreed. I think, I think the, the story of this game is... And I said this too. I had a friend who came over watch game. I said I feel like we could play this game for four hours. We're just not going to score. It's I've seen this movie before. I watched. It. All
1: you i you going. I disagree. I, yeah. I
2: I think we play this game ten times. We win nine times out of ten.
3: I think on this <laughs> day we <laughs> lost. This was we, that we one lost. time. Yeah.
2: This was that one time that we just you know the, everything went perfect for their goal.
3: It felt they like they could have they could have went
2: up. They could have went up two nothing. I, I admit that, but I feel like we could have scored our chances too, and. It would have been a different game because they are solid defensively. And then, of course, when you have Amrabat and fucking uh, Ziyech and even Hakimi bombing forward, you know, of course, they can hit us on a counter. They, they can hold possession well. And they did play well today against France. But I think their redeeming quality is how good their defense is. And then they have a solid keeper behind them. Yeah, they're, so, the they're so
3: well. Yeah. Born of Montreal. <laughs> and um, that's it. Yeah, that's all they're, I they're so well organized at the back. Uh, they, I've seen this movie before. This had the exact same vibes as the Belgium game in the Euros and as the Uruguay game in the last World Cup where we had chances, we were pressuring them and just like, we just couldn't do anything about it. It was like, we could have played this game for a day. We could be still playing the game today and I don't think we would have had a goal. I just, yeah. I felt that's what it felt. It just wasn't our day. Um, but full credit to Morocco. Like they, I felt they were deserved winners. They, they frustrated us. Um I felt like after 70, 75 minutes, it was just we kept spamming long balls and spamming long balls and nothing was happening. And I, that's when I kind of figured, yeah, this, this is done. The dream's done.
2: There's even a point I thought Pep scored the goal. Scored the I yeah, almost
3: got out of my seat. Shout out to With
2: Pep. Always, always loved Pep. I yeah. think now even more so as a Portuguese fan, you you have to love Pep. Uh, oh my when he's
3: done. He's,
2: he's one of those players that like you see that image with him and Ronaldo at Sporting that you think like what could have been, you know, if he if if we if we were smart, if we were a, a serious team, you know. Um, but of course, you know, we're we're the bounter we're the banter club of Portugal, so here we are. But uh yeah, you know, uh <laughs> true. What a what a man, what a man. And it's sad to see, you know, everybody's talking about Ronaldo, and fair enough. It is sad to see Ronaldo's last world cup let's be real but i think it's even yeah. sadder to see peps because pep pep i mean he's not by many pep's he's not more Portuguese. Likely,
1: peps more likely to be out there at the next world cup than ronaldo is <laughs> maybe <laughs> so he's
3: aged better in terms of how maybe. he played uh, what are we make the, be
1: in the squad in march <laughs> what, yeah.
3: what do we yeah, make of uh, all the ronaldo stuff surrounding this whole tournament because i do think it, they can they can sit there in all their press conferences and say it's not a distraction it's a distraction i think like you're being yeah. asked. You could see. I think it was one of one of the earlier press conferences. I think it was Bruno was sitting with uh, the coach, and they asked about Ronaldo. And you can both kind of see them. You can see both guys kind of go, sigh. so like just sigh, like okay, this shit. Like here we go. Yeah. It, it 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 drags on. You're being asked about it all the time. Like it is exhausting. I, I imagine it. I imagine as much as they can say it wasn't a distraction. I think it 100 was a distraction.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I've been listening and I, I agree and disagree with some of the points. I'll start off with disagree. Sorry, Danny. I'm starting off with you. No. I, I, I personally don't think Ronaldo should have started um this game. And I understand okay. that Gonzalo Ramos was was invisible, but like Chris said, like if you score a hat trick, you can't bench him. Maybe if you if you switch the team around, maybe I think Bernardo Silva should have been benched. I've I've never seen him have a good competitive game in a mm-hmm. Portugal shirt. I'm talking about friendlies. I also don't count Nations League as competitive. We don't like, count so wildfires you're... either against Luxembourg. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry and I, th- <laughs> I think Bernardo Silva is – if he didn't play for City, he wouldn't be in this team. Um, the, the same with Ruben Diaz and Casello. If, if you told me they paid for Benelette's Sad, I would have believed you. That's how bad they were <laughs> this this tournament. Ruben yeah. Diaz
1: looked so uncomfortable constantly, man.
0: He,
3: yeah, yeah, he
1: just
0: looks. If so you told out of
1: me playing. he was playing with like a terminiscus or he had, he was ill. Like, he didn't look normal. Oh, uh, he didn't look okay. He didn't like, look something like something was tall. wrong with him, bro. Yo,
2: and quickly on Ruben Diaz, he's been benched for the most part at City this season as well. Like, he's not coming he's into for like, starter. Form. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Sam.
0: Yeah, uh, I was just saying. Th- in this tournament, I understand that Ronaldo is one of the greatest players of all time, and he's the stuff he's done for Portugal. No one here is going to debate that, that, that he's a legend, one of the best of all time. But it comes to a point where Michael Jordan is one of the best basketball players of all time. I would have put him in the Chicago Bulls starting and I don't right now. Just I think it's just age, and that's the thing. I, 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 I respect the man, he's a great footballer, but as, as the saying goes, father time waits for no man. And let's be honest, he's still. He could still go out in, in like a Serie A or not just to a, like a, a league, Ligue league side and, and win. Look at Giroud and Zlatan, they're, they're winning titles, they're playing games. But at the top level at World Cups, Premier Leagues and, and even the Spanish League, I don't think it's cut out for him anymore. I haven't seen anything in this tournament that I thought, wow, Ronaldo played really well. Against Ghana, he scored the penalty, but he missed a lot of chances. Against Korea, he assisted their first goal, really. We don't uh, count the God goal. I yeah. think um,
1: I think he's just not in good. He's just not in good form. He has no confidence. He's right not.
3: Now. He's got no confidence. Comp- I mean, he's been through a lot. this I don't necessarily
1: like. He can play a lot better. Like, let's just say he goes on loan somewhere, right? Or actually, he's a free man, right? He signs forever. He signs for some Italian club and like just gets in So like he could play. He could play decent again. Like this, it, you see him out there sometimes. And he just looks uncomfortable, man. If he receives the ball too too far away from the box, he it just gets caught under his feet, man. He does he doesn't even look like he can like pass the ball sometimes. Yeah. But I, he can return to a place where like he can like do something again. Like yeah. and it wasn't I that long ago that he was still doing something. Like well, a I calendar think it's a year surprise. ago, he was still like exactly could, it's a
3: surprise because it's such a quick downfall. I think that's what's. There's just, what's caught I think that at a certain point, our... man,
1: there's just too much shit in his head, bro. At this my, point. My my like... my thing is yeah. too.
2: My thing is too is like, would you rather Ronaldo start the game and then be able to sub him off, or do you, you put, all, so the pressure... do you put, put all the too. pressure? That's true. But do you put all the pressure on a washed Ronaldo to win you the game? That's why I think you're you damned if you you're damned
3: if you do, you're damned, yeah, if you do damned if you don't. Either way, you're yeah, doing... for sure, you're in a top sure, spot. Yeah.
2: In an ideal world, I just don't think Gonzalo Ramos, even after a hat trick, doesn't start.
3: I I but that's maybe hindsight disagree. because I, I see on that one.
2: I get it, but he was ghost, right? Like the, I don't that, think that's the, only my opinion. I don't think because I think the element him, of surprise though. is what is why he scored and why we battered Switzerland. Nobody was expecting that.
3: I think and as I well, think that though, element of
2: surprise is gone now.
3: I think as well though the the game plan coming like for this game we saw it within the first ten minutes. It, it wasn't complimentary to him either. It was very much just pass and hold possession. And, like, yeah, he should be doing a better job of getting the space, but we weren't really doing much. There was no sense of urgency, and he thrives on that type of game plan where it's a bit more urgent. Ramos, you're saying? Ramos, Ramos. I felt like we didn't – I felt like the, the approach yeah. to start the game didn't really do him any favors. Um it was, I it just, was just, I also we, just... We showed like, no. We, we were almost complacent for a lot of the game.
2: I just feel like he wasn't even looking for spaces at all, either. Like, oh, no, no, I agree bombing with that. forward. There was nothing. There was... I, I felt like they like the didn't have game. enough... I'm going to
1: score again. I feel like they didn't have enough chemistry with each other, man. Yeah, like, I agree. Bruno I agree. was, like... He was really the only one in this game that was, like, even attempting to explore anything. And obviously, we... He gets slated for that in England. They're like, oh, he's like passing like per- percentage. He loss tries too hard. High. It's like, for a bro, so he's, weird. he's trying to fucking play uh, dangerous passes constantly. Yeah. And yeah. like a couple times they went too far, but it's like the only option he really had was just that switch to the other opposite outside back. Like, yeah. It, like you could tell. Like sometimes you would see someone run around the back line and they'd stick their hand up and they, there's that one second where if you play it, it just never got played, bro. Like. Yeah. There's there was no chemistry out there, and yeah, uh, yeah. just underperforming yeah. from the guys that were out there. Like Bernardo, bro. So so much running, bro. so little, so many passes, so many touches for just no Nothing. end product of any sort of anything productive whatsoever. It, it's just so disappointing. And 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 lastly,
2: lastly, I think the <laughs> biggest thing on what fucked us is. And I don't want to shit on him because I do think there's a player there. I do think he's really good still. It's Ruben Nev though. Like William has to. St- I'm not even. I won't even argue Pedina, even though I thought I Pillinge thought William should have been, should've been our, Yeah, a destroyer having started. a
1: destroyer out there wouldn't have hurt us in this game. That, no. I agree
2: with that too. But I'm just saying a a, a William who is good defensively. I, I won't even say the best defensively. He's good defensively. Does a job. Perfect technically. I don't know what William offers, or or what Ruben Neves offers that William doesn't exactly offer, aside
1: from maybe Pace. Other than that, I don't um, know. And outside the box finishing, which was he did not. Yeah, but Ruben Neves didn't didn't even
2: shoot. We have Bruno. We have Bruno for that anyways. You know what I mean? We have Otavio that can do that. We have Bernardo that could even do that. So, like, even that is, like, it's... That's that's the only thing that he's better at. That's the only two things that he's better at than William. Like, other than that, I mean, William came on against uh, again, what was our first game? Why am I forgetting? Fucking uh, Ghana changed the game. Uh, started on,
3: against Uruguay. Changed the game. We, we game. shut.
2: We shut a good Uruguay side down. Um, okay, Korea's whatever. Switzerland started. We did what we did. I, I don't. I don't get that. That that that's my main gripe. I think William, there, it's a different game.
3: It's like I said the last show. I think Fernand Sanchez knows what his preferred eleven is. I don't think he knows what his best eleven is, and it was very evident. He had no clue what his best 11 was at any point at this tournament. Yeah, Because I agree with Danny. I felt I was, and I've, I've slayed William before, I felt William should have started the last game over Ruben Neves. I felt Ruben Neves had done nothing of note. He offered very little the first three games. So I saw no reason as to why he should have been starting in a quarterfinal when he's been in such poor form.
0: Yeah. Uh, last thing I'm going to say on Ronaldo, then I'll move on to quick fire. Just quickly the, the other team. That yeah I think the press didn't help at all, but I also think that also stems from Ronaldo's interview with Piers Morgan. Exactly. If if he yeah. if he doesn't do that, then the press don't aren't obviously Ronaldo's big name. He'll sell newspapers, whatever. But if that interview doesn't happen, it adds to a shit story. Exactly. There's no way to spin that interview, and that interview was spun many different ways, as we saw, um, in many different narratives that came out. Um But a lot of that was I think was bought on himself, which I think. I'm not going to say the team were were like affected by it because I don't know. We don't know. We weren't there, but it definitely. I don't think it improved anything if he no. just went it went in silence. And you know, these guys are Premier League players. A lot of them, um, so I think they they used the exposure. But I don't think they used to like the that pressure. magnifying glass. Yeah. I
1: think that there is a there has to be. Like, as far as, like, a media perspective, like, I think he must sell, like, in a way that 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 other Very guys don't. Care. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep doing it, right? And uh, you can even look at, it's like, Messi didn't even have that good of a season last year, right? It was just totally average, especially by his standards. And, like, it's a different there protection. was nothing. There wasn't a peep yeah. because it wouldn't have sold the, the same way. Ronaldo has just sells. He's so much more controversial I so many more yeah. haters and so many more fans. Like it feels like,
0: I, I don't I know. Think and so in that reason, I think it's because, and I don't mean to say this in the wrong way, but he is more arrogant than messy. Messy is very, like he,
1: he's sadly kind of like Trump, bro. The media just can't stop like writing about him, covering it. Like he sells, yeah. he's polarizing. Like they just are, you just get obsessed with certain people. And, to a certain extent, like, they like it, right? Ronaldo likes it. But, like, recently, it feels like it's gotten to a point where it's, like, no h- normal human being could be able to ignore all of it and, like, be feeling good about all of it. Like, to see, like, even for him, personal, perspective, your friends, that people you thought were your friends slating you, yes. teammates you thought liked yeah. you or whatever slating you, it's, it's got to be tough on, on like, any And then, the, man. And
4: then the, the last, family like, three comes months... Out.
1: The last three months have been yeah. absolutely brutal. There's just no way, you know. Well
3: he has he has wicked main character syndrome. He he For does. Sure, he brings, himself, he brings it on
1: himself, but also like I wanna yeah. know
3: who his PR team is and what he I wanna know what was going through his head to be like, I'm gonna release this interview right before the World Cup. I wanna know I wanna get inside his head and know, understand the logic because there's no way a sensible person would do that. Would
2: because you're do just that. adding
1: on pressure. That's the yeah. thing. And I could maybe see, you I could can have handle actually see him doing
3: it when he left, I could see or do it right. like
1: right now, like do it December twentieth, and still get your decision. For December January, 8th, you know. December
3: seventeenth, for the World Cup final, that would be the most. That would have been their move. I would been like, yeah, fair enough. But yeah. to do it when he did, like right as Man United was like starting to get in a bit of a groove, you could see people, there is a bit of squad unity finally, which hadn't been seen in a while in that team, and to do it right before what's likely going to be his last World Cup, like. Where's where's the thought process for that? It and, just and, seems so unnecessary. And on
2: top of that, I think the Portuguese media also didn't help because it was well, everybody bad, bashing Ronaldo. It wasn't even just the Portuguese. Yeah. Like as the Portuguese media, at least try to protect the squad a bit. You Portuguese know? media was going
1: hard. Bro. They were going they hard. Record, record
0: especially the, from it's what disgusting. I what I've seen like growing up, I've never seen like the Portuguese newspaper shit on Portugal until then, until that Ronaldo thing when it came out. who knows if it's true right even if it is why would you run the story anyway like why would you try and i understand like you need to make money yourself papers but if it is true which personally i think there might be an element of truth to it why would you even release it because you know that's going to damage the squad harmony anyway even if it is if it is fake news which of course it can be Um, i think i think
3: the truth is that the truth lies somewhere in the middle I think but, it's somewhere more so,
2: <laughs> more so. And last thing, I think on Ronaldo as well. He doesn't do himself any favors. I don't know how real the the, the quotes are, but his family needs to shut the fuck up. Oh, his wrong. sister, oh, my his God. sister, oh my!
0: Who keeps interviewing the God. these bro, people?
1: it's the Portuguese tabloids, bro.
3: Because this bro. shit
1: sells, man. This shit sells. I, I just the, the thing is,
3: there's <laughs> a
2: of horrible go... <laughs> recurring cycle occurring here, you know. And, and I don't want to go too hard on them because I don't know. I don't even at this point. I don't even know if it's real or fake because Dude, point, and if you make up decades, fake ones you still get clicks also like, so it exactly. doesn't even matter exactly but i don't know like that that family needs to shut the fuck up sometimes i, I like- wish i wish the mom came out as much times in the press just to say like how much she loves sparting and and, he, and his ronaldo and his then cousin, her sister man. always his sister's yeah. always bashing the coach always <laughs> No matter where they went, Georgino
4: was going hard fucked. too a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, Georgino went in. It was, that's, you know what
3: it like, was? It was the
1: okay. He was, like, was being like salty. He was <laughs> being like salty indirectly, you know. And I think that
2: also ruined it because I, I think you, I think you guys are right. Maybe the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but obviously, there's obviously a disconnection between Ronaldo and Fernandes that never oh, existed yeah. until this year. So the fact that the sister is, especially the sister, even though there's other friends and other people that came out as well, but the fact that the sister, the game that we won 6-1 is coming out saying, like, Fernand Sense betrayed him. Yeah. Like, it, it it's just it stained everything and I think it ruined everything and that's I why think I think just, he yeah. didn't start this game or even had a sniff at, at thinking of starting this game that's why I think everything about this game was off and I think it had to do with the media as well as much as these players want to say that you know media doesn't affect them as shit it does it, it clearly does it clearly does and I, I think the Portuguese media more importantly should have protected this this squad because okay Ronaldo's leaving we we have a promising future but I don't see us having like, I don't know, man, I, I I don't see us having a squad that we can dream of winning the World Cup on. I mean, immediately after we lost this, everybody's saying like, you know, we put Portugal in the wrong category. They should never be with the Brazils, Argentinas and Spains. They should be with the Switzerland's uh, fucking the Denmark. Netherlands and Denmark's and shit like that. And it's like, no, this is a really good squad. We We had the right to dream. We just, we, we deserved a bit more protection, yeah. but that's just Portuguese people. We're, we're fucking cynics where we're everything. So that's, that's, that's a deeper conversation, I have,
3: but I have two thoughts. One, anytime Ronaldo's sisters say anything anymore, it's the jar rule. It's like, well, let's turn to jar rule and see what he thinks about the situation. <laughs> that's the vibe I get Two, piggybacking kind of off of Danny's. I did feel we had, I felt like this was the best squad we've had since 2004 and 2006. Um, yeah. I think it's. I feel like that's the indictment of the, as much as we can praise for the nonsense, sense for, you know, he brought his two titles. I feel like as much as we, it'll be talked about the success he brought a lot as a lot of his tenure is going to also be a big, what if, because yeah. I feel like the last world cup was, was really wasted. The Euros. last year was the last year I thought was a huge waste. We had so many guys coming off of amazing form coming into that tournament. And, we 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 looked like a fart in an elevator. It was so bad, and then you come into this World Cup and it's very loud. I don't think outside of the Switzerland game there wasn't a game where I felt like we looked amazing. Um, it was just such a letdown. I think that's going to be the unfortunately for him the big indictment on his thing is as much as we'll talk with success, it's going to be a lot of what ifs and what could have been and ifs if so's and maybe's uh for his tenure. Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I I agree with that. Uh, we'll move on because we do we do have other other things to talk about. We move we move on from Ronaldo at least. Um, uh, just my final thoughts. Uh, I agree with Danny saying about William. I thought William was one of the one of our best players this tournament mm-hmm. and very underrated as well. Shout, I want to give a shout out to Ottavio as well. I thought Ottavio was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same he, with Bruno. Bruno was good too.
0: Best player. On, yeah,
1: the, yeah, the best yeah player I feel
3: th- like that team. midfield trio was was really good this tournament.
1: But yeah, but, but, but
2: stay on Otavio because a lot of people, myself maybe included, criticized Otavio coming into this less so maybe a year ago. And I think he's been like that important cog in there to to really... He was the difference maker in this midfield. Yeah, but
3: there's also some assholes on Twitter that just don't like him because he's fucking Brazilian. But,
2: but those are the, the same assholes that, that don't like Pep you yeah. know, because he was Brazilian, but he's well, like... Maybe the best centre back this perhaps, nation has ever yeah, seen. Well perhaps second a European perhaps
3: a European champion you're not, so eat shit. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> like
0: Yeah. And like Otavio as well, it reminds me of Jerome like, Green. You you love like having him on your team. You don't love to play against him. And I think that's probably a sporting fans what we're used to with Otavio. But he like I can see why my Porta fans love him. He is like a cult hero over there anyway. Um but, but yeah. But um, Dives Benalisa, haven't been or,
1: hitting at the World Cup. Like if you're a player and one of your strengths is diving. This World Cup did not play to your strengths. It was very no. – the refs were not calling shit, honestly. No dives are working, really.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only only the- a
1: handball,
2: you know, from, from Messi. That's the only thing that will really worked this World Cup. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there.
0: Yeah. The last thing I'll say on, on the team is uh, I feel like Leo and Vettinia should have more minutes. Vitina plays for, for PSG, start uh, with Mbappe, with Neymar, with the best players in the world, Messi, obviously. And um, but he can't get in in a team like, like yeah. this, and he should have been starting over Bernardo Silva, in my opinion. Um, same with Rafael Liao instead of Felix or even Gonzalo Ramos, or maybe switching uh, Bruno to the middle and Liao on the right. Liao was literally like there were memes about him, like smiling as he was scoring. He was literally enjoying was. playing football, and like he was playing good as well. Come off, I like, understand him off the bench because he's got pace, he's very quick, he's very good on the ball. But like this guy, much like Vitinha, plays for one of the best clubs in the world. They won the Serie A last year, and they're continuing to dominate. And he still just can't get a sniff. And I think that's why, obviously, Fernando Santos technically is still the manager now. There's been no official confirmation, as far as I'm aware, that he's gone. But that is one of the I reasons think it's that a he will safe be assumption he'll be gone. Which leads yeah. to it's very my question. clear
1: to see why over 90 minute games over 90 minute games uh he's destroying like calgary right and, yeah, yeah. and, and sampdoria right i mean in like 15 20 minutes he, he he'll skin three people maybe get a good chance score on one of like his two shots or maybe like he'll, he'll beat two guys and then lose it but it's like if you give this guy 90 minutes or longer time periods That's... bro like he's gonna just continue to create problems on um, problems over and over yeah. again and it's like he's just gonna rack up stats bro because he's he is kind of a cheat code, and he's one of those guys where he's out there and it doesn't even look like he's trying because yeah. it's that effortless, bro. Um, it, it, like, sometimes when he's running, it doesn't even look like he's, like, sprinting, right? The other guy's sprinting, and he doesn't even look like he's, like, he's breaking He's jogging. Stride. It's like Usain
3: Bolt. He's, yeah, in the race. he's, he's good, bro. He's,
1: he's real good. And he's only going to keep getting better, I feel like, yeah. you know?
3: My my last question is, if it is indeed the end of the Nando Ball era, who does – each who do each of you think will be the coach and who do you want to be the coach? I don't
1: think he's going to get fired, to be honest, anymore. That's what I was going to say. Uh,
3: I think so he's, many, gone. I he
4: think he's gone. gone. He should be
1: gone. But he should have been gone four years ago.
3: He should have been gone four years ago. The next best time would have been last year.
2: But with all the rumors now with that it'll cost – the, the the Federation like an X amount of millions.
3: Seven million to fire him. That's, that's well, uh, you put yourself in these situations. Fuck the Federation.
2: Listen, but
1: here's, here, okay. And, I'll and they need to my... get a new manager in like right now because they have games again in March. You know, don't want to get yeah. off to a bad campaign. Yeah. So, I'll, you just I'll, I'll, end up staying, bro. I'll, I'll tell you,
2: I'll tell you my <laughs> picks in a second. I think one thing as Portuguese fans what we should do is the same way we do to our clubs and we always look to our presidents. It's, it's, Long overdue, we start looking at Fernando Gomes and what the fuck he's doing. Because Absolutely. why the fuck are you giving Fernando sense a, a contract until 2024 with such a high rescind, like a rescinding clause? The fact that we've been saying for him to leave for for years now, and it's still going to cost us three million or, or or more just for him to for him and his technical staff to leave, that's ridiculous. So one, we should be looking more importantly to Fernando Gomes and getting him the fuck out of there. Two. Who's my pick? One, I, I, this Mourinho half Mourinho to to. Rome I don't think Portugal it's gonna happen. I'd love ridiculous. for it, but it's not. The fact that the federation, the fact that that's a realistic rumor to come out of the federation is a joke because that's that's fucking ridiculous. Why are we doing that? That's more proof on, on looking to Fernando Gomes getting gone. All right, now I think the best option for Portugal is Rui Jorge because he's worked with a lot of these younger players. We've won a. Uh, World Cup with these players or euros with these we players? won a couple
3: we won a bunch of like under 19 under17 euros with these guys Was a we Euros? To, we've okay. been at 2 under 21 finals with a bunch of these guys I remember
2: the one that we lost to Sweden in penalties where really missed the penalty but we've won we've won at least one euro or one World Cup with them I can't remember which one but I think you're right I think it's a euro
3: it's a bunch of euros I think we've had a couple runs in the World Is Cup it two that was like then? It's it's two. It's definitely a minimum two like euros. It might be three because I know we have like an under-17 and an under-19 for sure.
2: I'll look it up in a second. I'll look it up in a second. But Rui-Jarge would be probably the best option or, or the more realistic option.
3: He'd be the safe option, I think.
2: My, my option is Jarzouj yeah, because...
0: That was because mine as well. This That's
4: attacking, this attacking team
2: needs Jarzouj. Yeah. Can you imagine... Gonzalo Ramos, and Leão up top, or Gonzalo Ramos, and Felix, or or Felix and Leon up top, Bruno Bernardo on the um, in the middle with with William just controlling. Bro, that he's shit.
0: gonna move Bernardo back to left wing back like he originally planned back bro, in the yeah. And it would <laughs> still be
2: fire, bro. He'd still do more probably in left wing than he did in center mid this fucking tournament. Jarduz, it's a it's a shame. It's a shame he's at Fenerbahce right now because I think he would for sure be at the Slesson right now. I think if seventy one years call, he old is some shit, what he was perfect time for him.
3: I think if I think if they gave him the call, he would drop what he's doing. I'm I'm with yeah. you. He probably has a high
1: buyout clause. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: more than likely. Um, the Mourinho rumors are fun because it's absolute chaos, but I don't see it happening. I'm with Danny. I think Rui George would be he to me. He'd be the safe option. So because, two
2: runners up. He has no he has no Euros or World Cups. I thought he had a World Cup or a Euro.
3: No, he has a couple. Two, of the runners no, just, up.
2: Just two two runners up in U twenty one championships. Yeah. twenty fifteen and twenty twenty one. So he's never won one with them, but two finals, no. not bad.
3: I know that there's a whoever's a year an age group or two below him. There's a couple Euros in there, but I guess it's not going to be George. I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah, George Jesus would be fun. I'd I'd love to see, watch him cook with some of the some of this team. Rui George is the safe option because he's he's known to the Federation. He's known to a lot of the players. He's probably the most low risk option you have. Um, But I'm an advocate of chaos. Uh, I'd be okay with George Juice. I little outside pick. I would love a Belfarida, but I don't see that happening. Um, I just I would love to see him come in. I think he might have some fun and fuck around with his team, but. Uh, if I'm if I'm a betting man, it's Rui George probably ends up taking over, unless there's an outside pick like a Jardim or like a Polo Fonseca for sure, me. would but be nice. Jardim would be fun. I just don't see them going. I don't see the federation being smart with like that smart, anyways, or that outside the box. the Santos so
1: gonna... still needs an assignment from. Just I do few. not.
3: I'm sorry, Luis <laughs> Santos. Nothing for me. I apologize <laughs> to any of his his stands. I he does nothing for me. I would, I, love no. to, I
2: would love I would love thing just because he's wasting his career going to like Saudi Arabia and Qatar now. You know, you might as well yeah. just fucking take this take a national team job.
1: Yeah, that's where Sanz is going after this gig.
3: Probably straight, straight
1: to outside or straight yeah. retirement, bro. The money this guy's yeah. Made, the yeah money old this old guy's he's afraid now. He's afraid. No, he he's gonna keep trying to make money. He's one of those guys. I well, feel if like. he goes to
3: Sa if he goes to like Saudi Arabia, he probably doesn't have to worry about having to commit tax fraud. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be good to go there. <laughs> he, he can cut out a metal step. Yeah. Uh yeah. If I had to power rank like my top three though, it'd be Georges Jesus, Alba Ferreira, and then Ruiz George would be like my, my third pick. But I, I, I think it's I, gonna be Rui George.
0: I think you guys are missing someone, and I think this guy is I think is an outsider to get in. That's Bruno Lage. I think he's, I think he's wow. out of a job. You know
3: what? This Forgot is brought it. up to me. That's an interesting point you raised.
0: He, he's out of a job, he's young, so he has sure. time to grow. And, like, he's coached a lot of these players already. Um, True. And I think he's got – he's got room to grow as a manager. Um So, I think – I genuinely think that that would be my Yeah, no, my good favorite. shout.
1: He's got the right boss. The right you know, agent, so yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. He's got – yeah, he's got yeah. an agent. Fuck.
0: But, no, I, I would love Mourinho just because I think – like, we talked about George Mendes being, like, an influence – Mourinho's going to pick who he wants. He's not going to listen to won't take both.
1: The Roma gig is not, is like, over the two years, it's like, this is the best it's been going, right? So, uh, he's doing well in Europa. Who did
2: they, yeah. they just got somebody decent in Europa, though. Uh, they were in the top four for Italy for a while. Then they lost to Bala. Um, I just think it's too soon for Mourinho, though I would love him. It's just too soon for him.
3: I know a lot of people are like, I think Sam, you might have shared a tweet today from Caden de Sportiva where someone's like, "It would just be a Fernand Sanchez 2.0. and I'm like, "No."
0: Sofía Oliveira, man, she talks some blood. shit.
2: But uh, <laughs> no. uh, it would be a it would be a Sanch that knows how to win, though. That's you the know main what difference. he
3: would sh- He would have a plan B if Plan A didn't work, and he wouldn't he wouldn't take shit off of anybody. He
2: would prepare. I think I think Mourinho's best quality isn't the f- the style of play; it's preparing his team for games. He and gets with Mourinho. We don't lose this game against Morocco.
3: He gets his but again, teams it's to too, run through. A, it's too
2: soon for Mourinho.
3: He can soon. get his teams to run through a fucking brick wall for him, and that's the difference. I don't think Fernando Sanchez had that since the year since the Euros. I, don't I think yeah. he had, Sanchez that, has had, had that ever. Since I think Christmas. he kind of, I think he kind of had it for the Euros, where guys were willing to do whatever it took, yeah, and would do what they were told. I think since then it's been a slow no get, like declined to no, like I'm not going to listen or get fucked. I think Mourinho would bring back some of that team spirit that's been missing since then.
4: Yeah.
0: Because that, yeah. that
3: was the most united that team felt was at the Euros.
0: For me as well, if, if Mourinho could take it alongside uh, alongside Roma, I mean, I'd be happy with that. I know Ancelotti yeah. sure did that when right he up. won the Euros with um, Italy and Zenit, I believe. Um, so it, it could be one. But I'm going to give my my rogue shout. Danny took my George Jesus one. So I'm going to go with a different one. If we're talking about we need passion and desire, Get me Conce <laughs> Get him in. <laughs> I,
3: love, I would Mate, love Conse Sao
0: I genuinely think that he could be... I know he's a, he's an idiot and all of this, but like I mentioned with Otavi earlier, someone you want to have on your team, you, you can't tell me he wouldn't motivate like 90% of the squad. I, probably not Ronaldo. I don't think they'd get on very well. But like, he's someone who's been a Portuguese international. He, he's been, on, he been... Luis Enrique. Was the, he was in the 2004 If final, we're going to go right?
3: foreign coaches, we got some interesting choices. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, if, if Con got a former international, I think made the Euro 2004 final. If I don't he think he was in so. the 20- 2002. Oh, no. No, I, he was, I,
1: think, it's, I think he was no, in the 2002, 2002 squad,
0: though. That was it,
4: Because
2: yeah. he not was a 0-4. keeper,
1: right?
4: Because no, it was a. Oh, no. you're no. no. thinking you Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Nunes Pizza. That's what I'm
2: thinking of. And you're thinking of
3: Nuno. Yes.
0: <laughs> but no, um, he's, he's he's been, been there. He's, he's obviously quite well known in football, not as a manager, as a player. He's be, been to Champions League finals as well, I believe. So I I I, I don't see why not. He he's been there, but I think Bruno Lage for me I think would probably be be my pick. But I think it's going to be Mourinho to be honest. Yeah,
3: I I don't think Sal's an idiot. I think he's just a fucking maniac. Personally, I don't think he's an idiot. I
0: think he's just yeah he's 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 very smart. He's a smart tactician, one hundred percent, and he gets his players motivated, which which I think Portugal definitely lacks.
3: Yeah, I think that's I think that's like you said, Sam. That's the big thing is we're just lacking that person who gets them to want it take it to that next level and just wanted to fucking leave it on the pitch.
0: Yeah, the, the thing with Porto as well, is literally like they play for the badge on the shirt. And like that's what we need in the in the Portuguese national team, I think. Players that like like this could be your last game if you don't play. That's that's sort of what I feel as a Porto as well. It's like if you have a bad game you drop they did it to, to March in, to get to get Costa in, he's done it to other people before. And I think maybe that's what some of the Portuguese people, like Ruben Neves, didn't like. He obviously didn't care, like if he got dropped because he he played awful. I think the same a bit with Felix. I know he played well for against Switzerland, but he had some awful awful misses, especially in this game. And Bernardo Bernardo Rui Diaz as well. Like they know they're never going to get dropped. I'm surprised Cancelo was dropped. To be honest,
3: well, it was such yeah. a shock when Moutinho got dropped in the last nation set of nations league and into the tournament. Everybody thought that was his ride or die, right? Like that was even a shock.
2: Was it a shock though?
3: A little bit. I th- I remember seeing a lot of chatter on the... It shouldn't line. have
2: been a shock.
0: It's a shock now. it's a shock, it's a shock. It's a shock now because he played now. Ruben Neves every single fucking That's game. That's fucking I true. I
2: think I'd rather Mutinho, you're fucking I'm
3: take a Mutinho over... Massa Podre
2: right. in there would do way better than fucking Ruben yeah. Neves. would do better than fucking Bernardo Silva, actually.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, let's quickly move on. I've got one <laughs> last thing to share and then we'll move on to the sporting game. So... Argentinian referee in this game, uh, I want to ask all of your guys' opinions. Okay. Do you think... So we've got three penalty shouts that weren't given, slash weren't even looked at. And obviously at the end, uh, Bruno Fernandes and Pepe were raging at the referee. Uh, a lot of them saying for being Argentinian and, you know, the whole Messi thing or whatever. So, Chris, I'll start off for you. Do you think there were any penalty calls that should have been given? And what were your thoughts on the overall referee performance in the game?
1: Um... I think there's been a lot. My one complaint overall at the World Cup has been the yellow card, the inconsistency, like when it's choosing to be shown, when it's not cards, right? Even today in the Morocco game, a couple challenges where it is just straight fucking cleat on lower shin. I have seen that been a red card in Portugal 78 times with the VAR. There could have been two of them today. Neither even gets checked, I feel like. Play resumes so fucking quickly. Maybe it was checked and cleared, but, like, bro, like, I just don't understand, like, when they're, like, but like, it's just, like, I don't get how they dictate when they're going to crack down on certain things, when they're going to emphasize certain things. It just, like, feels weird. Um, the one the only PK that I really thought was, was weird, they definitely were trying to dive for it a bit. Um, There's there was a bad one that was just outside the, the box, pep. Dot do for one. Uh, Otavio definitely dove for yeah. one. I um, had a bad one in the
3: first half where I think we all I personally did the first shot the handball, the one running. that
1: it never really got warranted even a second look. I'm not sure if it yeah. was checked at all. I don't know if it's headed onto his arm, if it bounces and hits his arm, but I don't know, man. It just looks like a really, really weird play, and we never even got a second angle on it. So the VAR is just very inconsistent. And also, if the ref checks it, it's guaranteed to be given. I haven't seen him look at the monitor and not give it, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. The VAR is being kind of used in a way that I guess most people haven't been used to, right?
4: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: The Prem and the Portuguese they obviously don't, don't use the var in the exact same way, right? But like oh, I think like this is an even a new new style of varing just dropped, you know?
3: New var yeah. just dropped.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh... I personally think the Otavio one is probably our best chance of getting a penalty because if you watch the replay, especially in slow motion, which they do in VAR and that's what they call everything in slow motion. Mm-hmm. The shirt is pulled, he goes down, and there's even a kick out of the by Hakimi, sort of. We don't we don't actually see it from that angle. But I think that was probably the best chance to get a penalty. I don't think any of the others were. Obviously, we never got an angle of that header slash handball that was clear enough to see. Um, But that's what VAR is for, for multiple angles. But I guess if they if they cleared it, I suppose, which is what was said, or I don't even think they looked at VAR. But they did. I think they did. I think the Otavio one is probably the best chance, but. I didn't understand the abuse sort of towards the referee. I get the Argentinian thing is a bit of annoying because I don't think he had
3: a bad game overall. I had very. I think he was just complaint.
0: average, to be honest. He was just yeah. He didn't, like I don't, didn't I didn't do have
3: much. any major complaints about him. I yeah. do agree. I don't think you should. I think once you get to the stage of the tournament, you shouldn't have any refs. You know it's also really inconsistent. You I know when
1: someone's about that. to break, and you just kind of like grab their waist or hold them back, bro. Like. That, in most that's cases, is almost always a yellow. At this yeah, World Cup, it's never, a, never yellow. a yellow. So I don't really get how the rules just changed there. Yeah. So you can just stop counterattacks without punishment now. Like, yeah. I mean... They, they've been very lenient. Know, like, yeah, sorry. No, no, that's it. That's all I had to say. Just, they've been very the lenient
2: one. with the yellows this World Cup, I've noticed. I, here's the only thing that maybe they're rattled about, but this is the only thing I'm rattled about, is that VAR was also Argentinian. I agree with you, Sam, though. I do think Otavio kind of like, like, really threw himself into that afterwards. I think the fact that we only see one really makeshift, it looked like it was fun, fucking filmed from the fans' perspective of that handball. I think that's the only thing where I'm like iffy on because the fact that the VAR is Argentinian, the fact that we see no other angle from that to like, just to be like, hey guys, just so you fucking Portuguese people leave us alone, like, Clearly, it's not a yellow, or clearly, it's not a handball. It hit off his chest, or his head, or or fucking his dick. For all I care about, like it didn't hit his fucking hand. I just and, have and so to often,
1: and so often, even if you don't get an alternate VAR angle in the broadcast, you get it after the fact Afterwards, online. Exactly. Such as Japan that. is a great example of mm-hmm. this. So many new angles came out after the final whistle blew, exactly. and even on a couple other incidents. Were all the cameras broken in the stadium? Because I, that's what there I'm, has not been sorry, a single man. other alternate shot that I have since seen. I think they want you to forget about it. It's very weird, to be honest. Yeah, that's, exactly.
3: That's my only complaint. I don't like, I had no real
1: And if it's because the they're game. trying to cover that they never checked it, I get it. But here's the thing. They've admitted when they've forgotten to check things in other scenarios. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. admitted they're like, why aren't they even ad- – so, they did check it then. So, like, show us the angles that they checked. I don't know. It just seems really weird. I don't get what they're yeah, doing, agree. you
4: know? I do
3: yeah. I do agree with them that I don't think there should have been – I feel like once you hit the quarterfinal, like the knockout stage, you shouldn't have any refs that are from any countries that are left over. Yeah, so I don't, and like, I, I could say easily the same, see say them say the just making that a Portuguese. rule
1: now, be after the fact, but, yeah. would say iffy, the same though. thing if it
3: was a Portuguese <laughs> – Yeah, but I'd say the same thing if it was a Portuguese ref, ref in the Argentina game. I don't think that should happen.
4: Yeah,
2: no, I get that. I I just think it's iffy because, like, as we can tell, especially from this World Cup, there's a lot of shit refs out there, right?
3: I mean, listen, it's been fact, one of the worst.
1: I hate
2: Portuguese. Portuguese. I, I hate Portuguese
1: refs. <laughs> been...
2: That's what
3: I was gonna say. I hate Portuguese the guy from lead the Canada, refs. The Belgian refs, refs <laughs> have
2: have really shown this World Cup how shit <laughs> it is to, for Kaka qualifiers. And the and, and and let me just remind the viewing public of all six people live. CONCACAF qualifiers didn't have VAR for the first, like, eight games of the we 16. We got VAR
3: for the last, like, four games, I think. We got VAR,
2: VAR halfway that. through it. Perfectly
3: halfway how through bad it. bad So if
2: there's 16 games, we got it eight games in. And and this was the bullshit we had to deal with. So the Argentine ref wasn't even the worst, like, refereeing of this tournament. I don't think he was that bad. Uh, I, the only thing I'm, like, iffy about, like I said, is that handball. The rest, whatever, like... You should have thrown a yellow card here or there, but whatever. It's the World Cup. I also get it, like, maybe extra pressure, whatever. Right, and most games too. have gone this way. But there's there's one
0: bit I had as well. Sorry to interrupt. Joke. No, but go, like, go, go. The only thing I had against this referee was after the extra time when there was that pl- – um, the marker plate was down for two minutes. Yes, still blew exactly true. on eight minutes. And obviously, yeah. exactly. I don't think we would have scored in two minutes, but there definitely should have been an extra two, three minutes added on. Agreed. Which, to, to be fair – And they this, got a red. This, yeah, this yeah. this new World Cup rule I've, I've really liked, where they add like like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Whatever, it eliminates it, a lot of time wasting. It discourages it heavily. But if you sh- if you look at the games, they enforce it for some, but not others. Like so sometimes they add it on, sometimes minutes. they don't. Sometimes
1: maybe good, sometimes they, sometimes they add stoppage it. time. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. I've noticed. I've
2: noticed that the more criticism it got, the less it started getting implemented. Because they yeah. did that for the first like maybe first group week. And then maybe a bit of the second. But then after, you, it was very few and far between where you would see 15, 10 minutes added. It would be like 6 to 8 at most. Um, But I agree with you, Sam. I did like it when they did that. Because it is bullshit. Because, bro, imagine that gets implemented in Portugal. Tondela's is Fucked.
3: We're gonna play like <laughs> we're gonna have like twenty minutes of added time.
2: Yeah,
1: that's gonna be horrible. <laughs> we're putting ten it's minutes in a
3: world. Another forty-five country. minutes
1: on top of the world. I mean, field. bro, they're, they're, the Portuguese league, like, they're they're plus league plus the Big three are already constantly getting that's plus true. eight, plus ten, plus twelve. So we're 30, looking like, at like plus twenty-two plus 20. in
0: certain plus scenarios.
2: Plus forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think oh, you're one-one
1: yeah. and you need to win the fucking
2: league. Plus 30. Bimba.
3: Well, that's what right, it's. That's exactly what's going to be because I think like the stat was in terms of actual like. Legitimate game time. Portuguese league is like way less than fit. It's like forty percent or something. Like fifty It's like, it's like fifty, yeah, minutes, add, it's like 50 minutes if on a good day you're gonna have to add like a half hour of stoppage time each. You're gonna play basically play two games in one day. I thought <laughs> you have the added time. It's gonna be ridiculous.
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm gonna ask one more question to you guys. Quick fire, then we'll move on to test the league game. Yeah. This one comes in from the FC the Porto podcast in English. We had them on the show. Very good people. Shout out to them if you're a Porto fan. Moving if you're not, just check them out. Um, so he says, I think we have an excellent squad for Euro 24. Who do you yeah. think will be the best coach that we asked for? Well, if you already answered, sorry. But I'm just going to ask you, Euro 24, just yes or no, do you think we have a chance to win the competition? And actually, where do you think we'll finish? Danny, I'll start with you.
2: No, we don't have a chance to win the competition. And sorry, who do you think will win it?
0: Uh, no, he already asked, like, who do you think the best coach will be? But we've already answered that. So it was just, do you think we have a shot? And where do you think uh, we would finish? How far? If, yeah. Girl
2: 24, I think, I think we can make quarters again.
0: Okay. At Rich, what about you?
3: Um, depends on who's coaching the team. That, that's a very that's a very low. Let's, let's say
0: you you pick your your favorite,
4: like George Mourinho. Yeah, George, so pick, like if my top choice
3: like is George Jesus or Mourinho. I think they, I'm looking like, they get minimum quarterfinals if they have one of those guys coaching. They've got a shot because I know it's in Germany and you'd be stupid to bet against Germany in Germany, but they've looked horrible unless oh, they're playing shit. us. Unless they're oh, playing shit. us and they always beat the ever loving piss out of us. Um, I think England. England might have a show, but I feel like that's an English media thing. They're over hyped. France, f- France is there too, and then who else is really there? It, it, like Belgium's done. They're washed. Denmark was a big letdown. Turkey was the big dark. Was the big sexy pick the last year. Was, and they looked like a. They look like absolute crap. Potentially a so
0: Italy comeback or someone like that. But yeah, I think Spain team. have got quite Spain's, a young team. No as well.
3: I'm, I'm an team. idiot because I forgot Spain. I'm stupid. I'm a big dumb idiot. For even G- Germany have got quite hey, a young hey, team now. We'll Don't talk about yourself like that, bro. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, it's Germany and Germany. Like you're hard pressed to bet against them, even though they've been bad.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Sure. Like I think I think the real contender is okay. going to be like one of Germany, England, France, Spain, yeah. and then I think like Portugal and maybe Italy are like that. That tier slightly below where we're, we could we could absolutely make a run, but we might need something to go our way, or we might just need that little bit of magic in us. I think, but like a lot of the other teams, like Netherlands, I put them on the same level as us. Like they're probably a team that they could absolutely make a run or they could be out in the first round. Um, Denmark was a letdown. Their, their comeback though. Sorry, Netherlands'
2: comeback was crazy. Oh, we were watching that crazy. at work,
3: and I almost ran out of the building when that happened. I was losing my mind. That was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I think we could go at least quarterfinals, but I think we're we'll be kind of the, the dark horse pick kind of thing. Like we'll be in that middle of the pack or just just below kind of the, the top tier of I think these are the teams to beat. Um yeah, I, I'll say quarter for in a long winded answer, probably quarterfinals, if not better, but I'll I'll bet on quarterfinals because I'm a fucking cynic
0: as well. That's that's as good as it's gonna get, I think. Fair enough. What about you, Chris?
1: I think we've got a shot. I don't think we got a shot. We're in the Love top that for six, you know, <laughs> so I think we have a shot.
0: Yeah, I I, I think semifinals as well. Uh, I think France are probably going to dominate for the next probably a few years. They're built. They're, year, built back back, back back. They're, they're built for it. They're to just fucking be... level, bro. They're, they're not so
3: deep. Wait, they had how just... many injuries leading in this tournament? They're in the fucking final. Like... But, but
2: but quick hot take from from Danny. I, I need at least like three a, a podcast. They're not that great. Against England, they, don't play they that really game. sat the fuck back, and I, I mean, stupid penalty. I don't know how Kane doesn't score that, but really, I sat thought he was going to mess
3: he went off. I, I said was in his head.
2: I had a feeling too because he's Tottenham and Tottenham bottle it everywhere they go. You can take <laughs> the guy
3: at Spurs, you can't take the Spurs everywhere
2: anywhere. they go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Um, and England, I don't think, are that special. But England dominated France. Even today, Morocco dominated France. And Morocco is not even a team to dominate either. They're more of a team to, to really counter. And, I mean, I like France. I, I On paper, they're incredible. I think the thing is with France, In- is, France is that massive. you just
0: can't let them attack. because That's the thing. They and, and the
2: thing. And the
4: thing is, hurt. too, with, with France, too, much.
2: one counterattack and you're dead.
1: Mbappe oh, yeah. just kicks it down the line and runs through it and it could just be a ran any, half, any bro. Time. like i seen him, bro, half, Mbappe today unbelievable. And, and, Unreal, and Mbappe today in like the
2: 90th minute, you think he's about to just chill by the corner or by the offside nice. flag? Boop, nutmeg
4: Gone. Get the
2: fuck out of my way, bro Almost scored a whole goal if it wasn't for like uh, the uh, for Hakimi actually like getting in his way uh, They're unreal, but they're not that great
3: I will say, I think part of that does but come la, bulalale, Let's go I uh, well, I'm wearing my French on Sunday. I'm bringing it to Zidane jersey. Oui, oui. um, we're Canadian. Nous, <laughs> yeah. nous
2: sommes Canadiens. Nous sommes français, mon ami. You,
3: betcha. <laughs> um, yeah, you I betcha. will say part of it. I think comes down to they kind of do have the French Fernando Santos, where he Deschamps does like to play a bit more of a conservative style, and I get it because it is French yeah, football, um, and I know a lot of French fans have that's been the criticism of they. They kind of feel like how we feel with Fernando Santos. They feel they should be attacking, but I think the difference is the French team. They like we need a lot sometimes to get a goal. That team you don't want to give them anything because they will make you pay, and they're so deep. They had how many injuries coming in this tournament, and they're in the final again. Like that's how that's how crazy deep this is. This team is too, and I'm I'm with you guys. I feel like they're just gonna be dominant. They're gonna beat everybody in the face for the next five to ten years. Like they're so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh We'll move on. We've talked about Cristiano Ronaldo, talked about Messi, we've talked about Mbappe. Let's get to the it's the right. show. we've talked about Paulinho, man. So we <laughs> move on to guy, the Tassie de Liga. To the
3: real goal, yeah, the real
0: goal indeed.
4: Uh So s- yes, it was you. you
3: slated them on last podcast. Andy. You don't get to say shit about know.
4: He does it on every I podcast. Every, I, don't I don't know what you're talking about. about. Every, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: But no, Remember that when a... we
2: have
3: Thiago back on from uh,
2: uh, I, I, I love Paulinho. I've never said anything bad about him, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a 5-0 domination team as followed. Franco Israel and goal. Matheus Reis. Coates coming back for international duty. In- Inacio. Ugarte also back. Matheus Fernandes. Arthur Gomez. Petro Porro. Trincao Paulinho with three, of course. And Jovan Cabral. Um, firstly, just a, uh, I'll just give a quick shout out to Arthur Gomez, who everyone shut on when he first signed. Um, and he's probably, I think he's been, him and, yeah, him and Morita have been absolutely fantastic. Shout out Fernandez as well, because he, he was quite, but last but not least, shout out the goat Paulinho, man. Three goals. He's been on fire in November. More club goals than Ronaldo. That's some of your goats, <laughs> by the way. More goals than Ronaldo. <laughs> and he actually has a team to play for as well. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: uh,
0: he took not getting
3: called up to the World Cup personally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was exactly. like, fuck you, I'm
0: to go
4: off.
0: <laughs> he saw Gonzalo Ramo score a hat-trick. He was like, you know what, it's, yeah, it's bitch, my turn. It well.
4: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, but, but Danny, <laughs> since you're the biggest pulling your head here, uh, I'll, I'll let you take this one. What were your overall thoughts on the game?
2: Overall thoughts on the game and more so the the of the league in general. I thought it was good that we came out in dominating fashion on all three games. Um, just because, you know, it's a lot of one the the season's been shit as it, it, it as it's been, um, but more so it's been some some you know some some a, a long period without playing any games and without match um, rhythm and all of that. So it's good that we came out and we we dominated these games, even though Maritimu didn't have anything to play for this game.
1: Horrible team, meant. horrible oh, team. They haven't won in sixteen games. They haven't won. in was shit. they they're, going, they're going, shit. going
3: down this year. I don't think I they, they,
1: they had their they still had their caretaker manager. They hired a new manager today. Nothing yeah. to play for in this competition.
3: Mm-hmm. It's just They're a right disgraceful everything. squad right now. Exactly. I, I think they go down this year. I don't think anything I hope. I mean, fuck them, them bro. <sighs> fuck, for real. They, they should have been down
2: years ago. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I have no love lost for them, bro. No, exactly. Fuck,
2: fuck nonetheless, nonetheless, you can only beat what's in front of you. You can only score what's in front of you. So, good on Pauline for scoring today. Uh, or, uh, excuse me, for scoring three uh, yesterday. Um. You know, great performance from Paulinho. I didn't really watch most of the game, so I can't really see anything aside from from what I did see. We dominated. Mathis Fernandes is slowly getting there. You can tell he's not ready yet. That pass was incredible, but you can tell he's not ready yet for prime time. But there's a player in there. Uh, Jovan had his moments, but I don't know. Jovan needs to shake off the rust a bit. Um, you say that every time about Jovan. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just, just going to interrupt.
0: <laughs> he, he needs to go.
4: He, he does need to. I agree, we should have capitalized on He's not
2: smartly quality Jovan. anymore.
4: He's going to get yeah.
1: hurt in like three games anyways. We yeah. should have
3: capitalized on bubble Jovan at the end of like the 2020 season when he was just yeah. trying to go sicko yeah. mode. We, Extending we his contract chance.
0: is one of the stupidest moves I've ever seen. He's
2: it was a move the club needed to do because we didn't properly plan out this window though. That's,
0: that's the thing. No, but he that's literally is like the most injury yeah, prone player. He barely starts, I mean, and when he does, he is he's awful. Like, our... we could have just <laughs> bring Rodrigo, Roberto or someone from the youth Agreed. team, give them minutes. But Javon, I, don't, I don't think Javon's better so than it... Artur. He's not better than Nuno Santos. Agreed. He's Agreed. not better than uh, better... Fatawu. I was
2: going to say that. He's not better than Fatawu. Oh. Agreed. Agreed. But here, here's... No. here's the thing. You say that, and I agree with you, but into a similar vein, our second, I think it's our second highest, not our highest, our second highest transfer fee was for a centre-back who's still not healthy.
3: I was about and to say, you're going to say that uh, Jovan's the most injured guy when Jeremiah Sage used to also play for oh, I'm
0: <laughs> exactly. not going to lie. He's not played in so long, I forgot he existed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but, a, that's a
3: bad thing. That's not But nonetheless,
2: on, on this game and on this team, good on us because we needed we needed these wins to put us hopefully in the right track. We'll see how it is in two weeks or in three weeks when we play Maritimo for the league. And if we keep this same sort of energy, if if Paulinho could
4: still here's score the freedom. thing,
1: but Danny, here's the thing that makes it very unlucky. I feel like, in my opinion, is because we got an unlucky uh, like group setup. So our quarterfinals against Braga. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not yeah. when is that like, Tough. We, Monday, Monday, yeah. and it's Next like Monday.
0: Oh, it feels wild. like
1: it feels like the group stage and the quarterfinal are like one thing, and then like a final four is another thing. So it's like uh, yeah. it's been a great. Three quarters of it, right? We still have that last quarter yeah, of it to play. Year. It's not at the neutral set yet. Luckily for us, because of the, it's home. In the draw, it's at home for us at yeah. least. So that's one thing that benefits us. But, like, it, it, it'll be really – it'll be salty if that great group stage just goes to waste because we go and lose to Braia right now. Agreed,
2: agreed. It'll
3: be another one no. but,
2: the, but the only reason I say that is just to say, like, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been – we could have struggled in Tasa La Liga with – all the no, time to no,
4: be sure. Game. Yeah, we, yeah, run like, we run this. Could have been like
3: we run this turn of it now. <laughs> fuck, we're fucked. We obliterated
1: now there's a bit a of a Exactly.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We did yeah. what we had to do.
2: Exactly. So let's see. Let's see. But you're right. You know. Let's see against Braga. It is a tougher draw, but um, we are at home. Braga's and also hope- rusty too. So we'll see.
3: We are at home, and hopefully we actually have people there. It's not a COVID era game because of fucking monsoons. A- yeah, we world. should
2: have like 16 there, so, you know? Low-key, hopefully there's nobody there because this <laughs> is a bubble team, bro. <laughs>
3: This, is a, this might be a bubble. You we, put
2: a bubble in right now. The Lakers are winning the championship. I think it's the same with – I think it's the same with Sporting at this the point. The
3: Puerto These... fans that said we won because of the bubble might be on to something. Um, <laughs> nah, he's, he's playing... Do you think it'll be a
1: highly attended game or a lowly attended game? No, nah, uh, it's on a 15, Monday 15,
3: night. It's going to no. 20, be Monday lucky night, to hit 20.
4: You'll be
1: People will be like, "It's free. we haven't had a good game in a while. Asking, can't – they gave – yo, they were giving away a lot of free tickets. Mm-hmm. And oh, the gesture, theory, you know, last game got canceled, right? So let's see what they can get to, even with, if they're padding the stats a little. Bit. I think you're, I think you'll be lucky 20. to get the twenty
3: mil challenge, million. Challenge,
1: challenge, get above twenty, right? I that, think that's a fair challenge. Fast, even last with thing on, on, even on with handout tickets, yeah, bro.
2: And that, and that's the thing. Last thing on this topic, I seen I seen a few, like very few and far between, on Twitter, like. Complaining like, bro, why are you canceling the, the attendance? Da, 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 da. Oh, and criticizing oh, that the bancada
1: was full, like of the president bancada. Six thousand would have been the attendance if it didn't get canceled. Yeah, the there would have been. Bro, I was just about there. to ask, how many went to the last game?
2: Who did we face again? How many went to Ferenc? Um... Uh,
1: about, I think Rewas. it was like fourteen. If they
3: open, if they open that game sure. to the public, was
1: on that. the road. Ferenc was at home, and Ferenc, Ferenc was about seventeen, I think, <laughs> maybe, maybe fourteen, something like that. Yeah.
3: If they opened this game to the public, it would have been like junior. Four Digits, four like digits. Was, bro. It would have been like easily been four, like digits. four digits. Yeah. Like
1: no shot. It would have been five digits. Impossible. We would weather in
2: Portugal. There's, there's. It's
1: a midweek game, and it's we're it's basically mid-week already mid-week through. Game. Mm-hmm. Nobody's
3: going. Meaningless game. Nobody's we lucky. would have been lucky to beat the fucking OHL attendance. A lot of
1: people couldn't even happy. go, even if they yeah. wanted to. Also.
3: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. brutal
1: attendance.
2: But shout out Paulinho, the GOAT.
0: Yeah, João sure. <laughs> Paulinho, and, and again, like I said, uh, honestly, well. you know,
1: shout out Miguel Silva. That's a horrible <sighs> game. Let's be honest. My man had a horrible game. Yeah, I used to think he was one of the great, promising young keepers. He impressed me. Me too, and Gimenez. Gimenez, he, he was. The man peaked at age 19, I, I believe. You know, we've had like,
3: a lot of promising keepers out <laughs> by like Me and him grade. have two things
1: in common,
2: baby. Let's go. <laughs>
3: <Peaked at 19. laughs> we've had a lot of promising Portuguese keepers like fizzle out. By 20 what 30.
1: happened to that guy, man? I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't tracked him that closely, but that was that was horrible, man.
2: And another one on this, I, I on the starting 11, I didn't even peep that he started today, too. Uh, Bruno Shadas. Who I used to sign was... him every
0: oh football God. manager save back in the day. Every bro, season. Dave, still in the chat, bro. Dave,
2: tell us, how, how promising did you think Bruno Chavez was going to be? Bro? I
3: thought he was going to be better <laughs> than Cal. I thought no. he was going to be the start of that Braga team. And then yeah. he just let us, yeah. Miguel. I forgot Miguel Silva existed, yeah. We've had a lot of young Portuguese keepers last, like, 10, 15 years who just, by age, like, 23, they're just fucking watched. Like, I remember Mika... We played for Bovista for like a hot minute when we went bro, to like Mika's the a legend, 20... bro. We chill went out. to the under twenty World Cup Bruno's he cousin, bro, out chill his... out. Played he went out of to, his to play zero. And he went minutes. to suddenly, yeah, nothing. <laughs> uh, Bruno Varela, everybody thought he might be something, and <laughs> he
4: <was laughs> just... he's, he's all okay. 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 right. Okay. But I feel like there, I
3: feel like there was a, I feel like he did his, his potential ceiling. Let me would've, well, would've, let me ask you that question for
2: you though. Bruno Varela came from what academy? Befica, no? Okay, exactly. That's why everybody thought he was going to be the next fucking best thing bro. There was another <laughs>
0: guy. I think his name started with. Is it Andre something? He was linked to us every single like. Andre Moreira. Like, oh, oh, Andre Moreira. He's that's,
4: just a few Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. That's the charge there, there was also Joel Joe
1: Pereira. Yeah, you know where I think he plays right now? I think he was a Grasshopper, which is a just a few club, which is so that's funny. Hilarious. Yeah, that sounds fair, right? Yeah, that's, that's where like, Jordy Vidal plays. Yeah, the kid we wanted.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's but been no, a few Portuguese mm. keepers that just they're they've been fucking washed by like, their early twenties over the
0: last decade and a bit. There's one that I'm watching now. Well, I say watching, not really watching closely, but the, I think he's gone to Benin and Sad. Um, can't remember his name off the top of my head now, but he's like, like I said, I'm i a football manager. Actually. He he turns into an absolute god. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I can't remember his name, but I digress. Um, yeah, it was it was, a, it was a good game. Obviously, Paulinho started the show, but I was glad to see performances from guys Gazzalov- Rosh- like even though it was limited minutes i feel like we've not really seen him at all this season um pedro far about to score in again uh he really really had altercation mm-hmm. with a post like yeah. that was nearly a concussion for fatale <laughs> <was so> <laughs>
1: or like a cracked skull
0: if you see, saw you got his instagram story as well it's so funny it's it <laughs> so good yeah but but no yeah uh Rich, I'll give this one on to, on to you. If you've got anything more to add, what were your overall thoughts on the form? I'm sorry, team. I have
3: zero things to add. Like it was a five-no win. For I got to watch a decent chunk of the game. I watched all the highlights after. It was a game we, we were pretty. The only way we would have not gone through is if we lost by like ten goals or something. Like there's there's not much to say. My yeah, my they only matches. ended
1: up winning where you have won by I think one or two nothing. So yeah, yeah.
3: So there there's very little complaint. It's good though because it's a good confidence builder, good team building thing. Um, especially because the season has felt like a bit of a letdown, but I feel like if you can at least get a toss the league a trophy, you can't if you win a trophy, you can never count a season as a full failure. You can count at mm-hmm. this point, but you can't count it as a failure if you win something, even if it's the Mickey Mouse Cup.
1: It's harder to um, win now, though. Let's be fair, this is the hardest it's, it's been harder. To win.
3: It's harder now because we There's have one we more have game, an extra round. One more we have an extra have round, and it's, ag- it's against a good Braga team. Braga's, so Braga's all of the years team.
1: that we, we've starting in 2017, we became the ties to the league of merchants.
4: It's been final and been
1: we We've never won it in this format, including the years where we wouldn't we won semifinal in PKs, won the final in PKs. Imagine winning the quarterfinal PKs, semifinal in PKs, and final in PKs. I mean, that's some goaded well, shit. We had, had the
3: fucking, we had the, fucking, uh, the <laughs> first one where we lost the final to, on PKs to Stubal, and then we had the Pedro Silva game the year after, which pissed me off because we come off like a 4 1 win against Porto in the uh, semifinal. I know, cause I I was really bored and we found that game on YouTube and rewatched it all <laughs> one, <Before, laughs> cause I have nothing to do. Um, but yeah, I think since it's moved to the final four format, we've always we've always shit our way to the final and yeah, and six straight final four. Listen, listen, yeah.
1: all I'm You're saying,
2: S P, só come baby. Let's fucking go. I want another
1: shit house return. It's funny because
3: we used to be shit at we used to dread going to penalties for years. Yeah, I know
0: we so don't have a very good anymore. Record. It's not the same. That's
1: true. We do have a very That's good I record. I don't know.
3: trust
2: Adán in that, bro. That's nah.
3: true. Get me Ricardo out of retirement. He was a penalty fucking shootout merchant. Fox. He was a monster in penalty kicks. Fox.
0: I remember that name of the Belenets keeper. I say I remembered, I've Googled it, and it's Gonzalo... I think it's T- Tabusal? Tab- yeah, yeah I was going to ask yeah. you. If oh, it's yeah.
2: that guy or Alvaro Ramayu. I've,
0: no, is, I've seen no. that guy
2: before at Befica. It's but Gonzalo, Tabusal, I've never heard of.
0: He is, like, on FM, every, like, he just turns into into a god. So, yeah. <laughs> he's he's one I'll, I'll be watching if, if Balintz or if he moves somewhere else. But, Are um, you on
2: FM 23 already?
0: Yeah, man, I'm doing a mangual save, actually. Fuck.
2: Okay, uh, I need
3: to get that. that I, was like... sure, I need to get Football Manager at some point. I played it once, and I I took Betamar from, like, fucking Div 4 at the time, or whatever. We were into, like, Div 1 and 1 Atasa and elite, an elite, an elite Cup or something stupid.
0: I'm in yeah, division three at easy. the moment. I got two back to back promotions, which is really difficult in this game. You have to... Yeah, it's a lot harder than doing it in FIFA. Yeah, even if you win the league, you have to go into a playoff, which is stupid. Like surely yeah. if you win, you should automatically get promotion. Yeah.
1: get promotion. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. dude, it's hard to get it's hard to get promotion. That's Yeah, as it's hard you can to to tell with up. sporting bid, bro.
4: It's hard to get back. <laughs> in real life. <laughs>
1: in real life. And I'll be honest, the new Liga 3 format made it a bit even easier. Worse. Because if you do if you don't, I'm pretty sure in real life, if you win Liga Three, you get automatically promoted. Oh, but you were in I the think fourth no. the Yeah, I'm, I mean, Liga, I'm in Liga, I'm in Liga yeah. Three now. So,
0: if you win Liga, Liga, Liga. Liga it, Three, you're in
3: like, like the league before, like Campeonato Portugal.
0: Yeah. That's the one, yeah. And then even before, it's like the, the Chitals as well. Was, yeah, yeah, so yeah so the
3: Destroyers
0: I managed to get Quaresma on an amateur contract, which was. And Rolando. Don't kill
3: me. My life. I used to always sign. For whatever reason, I always had to go sign, like two middle aged Portuguese guys, those were my guys in FIFA career mode for a good time it was Courage Medical of
0: They literally were like, we'll play for free. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, sure. sure let's go. Uh I think Chris, do you have any any more to add to, to this game?
1: No, no. Um they never I mean it was over within like 10, ten minutes. It was this was the the a close game minute. until the kicked off. Yeah, great ball, to be honest. Great third ball. And then just put it right on a platter for Paulinho instantly. Just devastating blow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, facts. Yeah, um, I think we're all in agreement that Paulinho is by far the man of the match of this game. Even though I, could, I guess you could say Matheus Fernandez as well was, was very good on an But I, I feel like we're all going for, for Paulinho here, right?
3: I went for Paulinho. I'm going for Paulinho. I went for yeah, I went Bradley. for Israel last match or the match. Danny's before. gonna
0: be a hater, man. I can see him scheming in the bottom there. <laughs> I'm gonna He's say.
1: Moro's say, uh, the only other one I feel. like.
2: Or, I'm gonna or, say uh a uh, uh, Tiak Tumash because he was in New York. He was in my hemisphere, uh,
1: my side of the world. So. <laughs> he was also in Texas. <laughs>
3: That's almost yeah. As good I know, as far...
1: weird, bro. What a weird he was guy. a That's VIP almost... at the Texans game with uh, Stuttgart. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. Fred, so I'm never really, mind. Man, I'll give man, it to Paulinho, because who the fuck? You would, put those
3: two to, you would never think to put those two together. Another
1: worst NFL team. No, but i seriously, I'll give it to Artur because. <laughs> he had a good game. He had a, he had a good uh, good yeah. game.
0: He's, he's a good guy. Well, I, oh, that's, I almost, that's
3: almost that's almost as good as my Franco Israel pick from last time because he scammed a living. <laughs>
2: in fact. And then to be fair, I've been I've been bashing Artur since he came in. So let me let me show He's been surprise.
3: a very pleasant surprise this season. Uh, he's been a very pleasant surprise. He's
2: showing time. up now. He's showing up now. I don't think he's done anything. He's shown else
3: flash, that He's shown
2: Tottenham flashes. flashes. Well, I mean, yeah,
3: which is honestly,
0: game,
1: honest, kind of aside been from that cool. Tottenham
2: game, he hasn't really done much. In my
1: opinion,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I don't know if there's anything to add. I think we covered most of it, unless you guys can think of anything else. The only other
4: thing uh, that I think I want to
1: add, because I thought of it yeah. today because I was watching the uh, basketball derby, Sporting and Mayfield, Sporting pulled out the win. Big um, win. Um, yeah, what do you guys think of allegedly? Trevante punching DJ Fenner in the face, breaking his draw, <laughs> maybe? And for the team backing Trevante and DJ Fenner is now off the team, but Trevante, who has very honestly over the last like year, like been injured mm-hmm. and had weird things happen to him where he's not playing. Probably should have left. Things he played today looked great. I mean, I could yeah. see why like they don't want to ever get rid of him, right? He can yeah. he's still a baller, right? He played today, but like that. I mean, a lot of the things that I saw in the immediate follow up of that was like, oh, he ran and told the Jogu, um, you know, just wait for the truth. Blah, blah, blah. It's now been like a week and there's been no follow-up stories. record hasn't like came in with their, oh, this is actually what really happened version article, you know? like
3: Which usually they do.
1: Radio silence. So I'm just we inclined to believe. We need a TMZ believe...
0: cameraman like they did in the, the German green Jordan Yeah, Paul I'm inclined to
1: believe <laughs> that, we did the video. Did. that they're just trying to make it go away and not talk about it because the events laid out as originally reported is just the true story. Yeah, and Travante. and we, out maybe, there. bro. Here's here's the thing. Maybe DJ Fenner was out of line, bro. Maybe he was saying some fucked up. Maybe he was acting in a, in an insane. Like but they haven't said why. We've only heard DJ Fenner's side of the story. There is no Trevante Williams side of the story. So I don't I don't know what he did, to, but. All I know is I'm also is surprised that Cavante crazy. has not tweeted
0: anything because he yeah. is, he, is, he lives on that platform. He has not tweeted,
1: about... bro. He has tweeted, but he just it's hasn't not tweeted about that. that. No, yeah,
0: nothing he's about that. Quiet. Nothing cryptic either. It's yeah. not like yeah. you can you Yeah, can usually something. you can
3: bank on like a sub tweet or something. He's been nothing even related so, yeah, I very don't... straightforward stuff. I don't
1: know what to make of that or how that would affect the team, or if this is just gonna blow yeah. up in their face later on in March, like when it, something Fender's gone, I think, and I guess they're just going to keep rolling with it. I don't know,
4: man. I think they're
3: just going to – they're burying their head in the sand and hoping it goes away. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. I don't think they <laughs> have any intention to, to let it get any further than what is Pretty, it's, it's pretty crazy. And it I makes me really wonder if there's other there. locker
1: room problems that are going to, yeah, come up eventually. Oh, Very usually, soon, usually something
3: know. does. If once one thing happens, you can usually expect something to happen later on, maybe not immediately.
0: Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I do okay, think so. something happened, but I, I don't think we're going to find mm-hmm. out unless, like, Trevante leaves at the end of the season. Then I think Sporting will magically say, Oh, by the way, this happened to try and tank his stuff. Well, then whatever. we'll get
3: him on the show. Let's actually get him on the pod. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> once we he, tried that. This time they can't block him if he's not on the yeah, team. Yeah, if he, that's true.
0: Let's try and get DJ Fenner on. Let's let's do it. Voice,
4: uh, I, I think we're on to fucking something, dude. I mean, <laughs> to it's too soon. I think
1: it's probably too soon, but
4: we gotta yeah, wait yeah. till the like new year. Let's it's give it give two months.
1: months. Wait till we, he rescinds.
2: Yeah, we, we know exactly where he's at, and then boom.
3: Yeah, go, hey, I don't think he's
1: rescinded yet. I think he's still under contract, but I don't think he's. I drafted. haven't seen
3: anything with or, with any termination or rescinding or anything. Yeah, but yet. he
1: was like, for example, he wasn't there today. wasn't dressed. wasn't no. wasn't at the luge. So. I don't know. Wasn't
3: even like in the stands, I don't think,
0: from what I could see.
1: No, I don't, yeah, I doubt it.
0: So but yeah, I guess on, on that bombshell, uh, we'll wrap up here. Uh make sure to follow the guys here. First of all, follow Chris onto Twitter here. You can follow, don't forget to follow Steph, who wasn't here today. But shout out Steph, follow him there. Uh follow Danny here, uh, Richard here, myself here. And don't forget sporting160en on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Spotify, and pretty much wherever you get your good podcast will be there. But again, thank you for watching. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. in peace.
2: Alle le bleu allez. <laughs> <laughs>